Welcome to Real House Blend, the podcast where I juggle the chaos of my blended family, attempt to run a business, and somehow manage to keep my sanity or what's left of it. In each episode, I'll explore survival strategies for the nonstop circus that is everyday life and how to find humor in the chaos without taking ourselves too seriously. From embracing the mayhem to finding moments of presence amidst the madness, I'm here to share the laughs, tears, and triumphs. Real House Blend isn't just a podcast, it's your cozy safe space for reflection where we can all raise our coffee and say cheers to surviving this wild ride together. So whether you're seeking survival tips, embracing the present, or craving a sense of community in the midst of your mom island existence, tune in and join the Real House Blend family because life's too short to not laugh at the chaos. Hey there, fabulous listeners. Welcome to Real House Blend, where we explore the crazy journey of life. I'm Mary, your guide through the chaos, confusion, and occasional hilarity that is my life journey. Today is all about how did I get here? But before I get into it, I want you to know that my intention for this is to feel real, not as if it's a lecture or a lesson, but instead a chat with a girlfriend over a cup of coffee. My intention is not to take you on this journey to toot my own horn on what I've been through or compare my chaos to anyone else's. It is to find connection and build community. So I am bringing my genuine self to you. If there are elements of any episode that you want more of, let me know, and I'll be sure to expand on it in the future. And if there's a moment or two where you feel I stray, remember that we're imagining chatting over coffee, and sometimes we just ramble with our girlfriends. I come to you to create this safe space to share our journeys. So who am I and how did I end up here talking to you lovely people? Well, as I said, my name is Mary and I have found myself on a journey that I absolutely never expected to be on. Now, I'm sure many of you feel similarly. You stop and think for a moment and say, whoa, what happened that got me to this moment at this time? Honestly, I feel that almost every single day. The funny part is I'm a planner. I'm a life planner, a color calendar planner, I financially plan down to the penny, and I'm even a planner by career. And yet all my planning and analytical brain never could have forecasted this path. Ha, even the best laid plans, right? Now you might be wondering why you should join me on this journey. I want everyone to know, regardless of their particular journey, we can all come together as a community. These days of mom island life can be lonely and it can feel like everyone else has it way more together than you do. But I promise that isn't the case. This is a safe space where we don't have to be too serious. We don't have to worry about the legal issues of co-parenting or the financial impacts of driving business revenue year over year. Let's find connection through our stories, mishaps, and a truckload of kid chaos and try and laugh through as much of it as possible. Okay, so now let's get into the real good stuff. What are the details of my journey? I'm a very late 30s, yes, 40s approaching faster than I would like, mom of six kids. Yes, you heard that right. There are six tiny humans in my life. Now, how I got these six humans is half the story. And no, 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 not that kind of story of how the humans were made, but more about how we have all come to do life together. Let's go back to when I was in my 20s and I found myself married to the person that seemed exactly right for me on paper. 
That paper had us on similar career paths, with similar undergrad degrees, and with similar family backgrounds. Our families are both still fully intact and of the same religious upbringing. We were each one of three siblings. These trivial items that I guess made the relationship more appealing. But even from the beginning, things weren't super smooth. And as we now know, being right on paper doesn't always hold up in the storm of life. So after eight non-blissful years, I decided I was done and became a single mom of four kids. Whoa, wait, what? Oh yeah, I told you this is a journey I didn't expect to be on. And those kids were very young. The oldest at that time was five, the next had just turned three, and the final ones were identical twins that were a mere four weeks old. Yikes, yes, four weeks, newborns. They were actually born at 36 weeks, and I truly hadn't thought about this until this moment, but the day I left the marriage was within a day of their official due date. It kind of makes me shed a tear. Those little babies came into a world that was in total disarray. Even thinking about it now makes my head spin. How bad was it that I thought being on my own with these tiny humans was better than being in the big house with the executive husband in the cushy suburbs? I can tell you that it was really not good, but that's a story for another time. And how did I have the courage to leave? Well, that's something that I don't entirely know, but I am beyond grateful I made that tough decision. I'm grateful that I was able to pull the plug and not overthink it. As I spend so much of my time in numbers and spreadsheets, I'm surprised I didn't mock it all up as a what-if scenario, play through the statistical variances, and a full pro-cons list. I know I would have talked myself out of making what really was the most difficult but most fruitful decision of my life. All of us moms have strength unlike anything else in the universe, and even in my postpartum fog, I knew that it was time to stand up for myself and for my kids and make the hard decision. And oh yeah, this was all happening in the early summer of 2020, and there was a global pandemic raging outside. But with those newborn twins, my two bigger kids, and a COVID mask, I found my way to a new home and packed up and moved a few miles down the road. I have zero family within a 400-mile radius, so I did most of it on my own. I packed and unpacked boxes, built two new cribs, set up a whole new living room for us to have some quality time as our quote-unquote, little family of five. In that first pandemic summer, the world was still pretty closed off. So not only was I leaving the shelter of my past life, I was extra lonely and having to navigate all this change without the support of those who I know would have helped me if times had been different. One small tangent on that topic, I told you I might stray just a bit. Even though it was a tough global time and I wasn't able to rely on my network as much as I would today, I recall the memory of sending a short text to an amazing neighbor friend saying as I was moving out simply, are you available for a quick illegal hug? It was the time where six feet of separation was still considered mandatory, but I needed some connection. So she promptly wrote back, I am, and came over to my porch where in ugly crying tears, I gave her a friendly embrace and just whispered how incredibly hard this all is. She responded with some reassuring words of comfort and support. It was one, maybe three-minute interaction, and she may not know this, but it was a moment that has carried me through so many hard times in the last few years. Thank you, my sweet friend. Okay, now back to the story on how I got here. 
I was in my new house. Yes, I was the one to leave and find a new place to start a new life and trying to run my consulting business, which is suddenly meant to sustain this family. As my co-parent, as he will be referred to from now on, had been the breadwinner in the family for the majority of the past decade. More on my business to come, but that isn't the focus for today. As I slowly got myself on my feet again, I realized how truly lonely I was and I craved connection. So I made the only smart decision and jumped back into the dating pool. For any of you over 30 that have been in this position, you know what it's like to be swimming in that pool. I spent my newly found kid-free nights when they were at the co-parent's house, slowly dipping my toe into the pool. Now, I of course admit, I got a decent amount of attention. The fact that I was a mom of four didn't detract from my petite size, and even my unfiltered photos weren't too hard on the eyes. I wouldn't say I had my pick of anyone, but I filled my evenings with outings to breweries and appetizers at the bar. I even went on a kayaking date once. And as a true crime enthusiast, that was certainly an interesting choice by me. But I made it back to shore to tell the tale. I really give credit to any of you that are or were in the app dating world for a long time as it wore on me. I didn't think I could take much more of it. I had already used my sister and a few of my teammates to claim fire drills at work or family emergencies to get me out of terrible dates. And so I was about ready to close up the apps or at least take a long extended break when one day before work, I did one last review of The Deck and swiped on a few final candidates. And in there was Doug. I still shake my head thinking how serendipitous that moment was. The randomness that he was in that last stack before I was signing off the apps. So in came Doug, and within a few days, he and I knew that we had found something special. And let's all give him lots of credit for not running when I dropped the bomb of the four kids, including the twins that were not yet one year old. And there is a whole fun dating story of our adventures together that we can cover another time, and some pretty comical moments along the way. But of course, today we're trying to focus on how we became this big blended family and how we're all doing life together now. Doug had two kids of his own. And there is the math. Four from Mary, two from Doug, make six kids in our home today. And Doug's kids lined up pretty well with mine. One older son who was within two years of my oldest son and a daughter who was within a year of my daughter. So even before the kids met each other, we realized that we had three sets of two the older boys, the middle girls, and the baby twins. And now we all live together in a small house on a cute little cul-de-sac in a great neighborhood where you'll see me driving around our 2002 Suburban as a big blended family of eight. And as I said, I'm a planner, and so I live my life in spreadsheets. So I'm going to leave you with a bunch of numbers to give you a sense of what's to come in future episodes. We have six kids. We have four boys and two girls. We have four kids in elementary school. We have two kids still in daycare. We vary between two, four, six, or eight people sleeping in our house on any given night. We manage nine different extracurricular activities. We traveled to 10 states last year. We have two full-time jobs, and we have two co-parents that many times are equivalent to dealing with 4,363 kids. Ultimately, within all the different numbers, we are just doing life as a big, happy, blended family of eight. Thank you for listening to Real House Blend. If you loved today's episode, please leave me a review and a five-star rating. Tell another chaos coordinator about this show so we can build our community. 
I'll see you next time with What's on Tap.